I was a kid, we used to play a game, play a game, play a game, play a game. I think you know the rules of our game. You know the rules. I have no time to play games. Sometimes I flow staccato, strip you of a grotto while you be acting macho. I try and switch it up. I see the games you play and the traps you lay. Not fit to fall in, but I'll let you play them anyway. Sometimes I flow staccato, hey. strip you of a grotto while you be acting macho. I try and switch it up. Hey, hey, hey. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 6.57 p.m. on the East Coast. It's the only time zone I acknowledge, even when I'm on the West Coast. That's when I screw myself up and I say, no, 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 no. No, no, it's still the East Coast. So I'm going to stay up until midnight when it's really 3 a.m. And then I have to come. It's just, I don't know. I like going to the West Coast and then I don't because of that. But I am here on the East Coast tonight on the 10th day of August 2022. And it is a Wednesday, and we've got some pretty great stuff to do. I want to do some of my announcements first, and I'm going to introduce you to our guests for the evening, and then we're just going to cast off into a... uh, It wasn't that bad of a day as far as the weather goes. Still hot, but not like the last week and a half. Still hot, yes. In the sun, it'll drain you, but, um, but still really, really, really refreshing. All right, so thank you. To all of my sponsors and affiliates on this Wednesday evening on the Quite Frankly Affiliates page, you must go and check them out. You must go and check them out on the Affiliates page. You know why? Because they are mom and pop organizations. The Mariners beat the Yankees again. You know, good. Fuck the Yankees. You know, good. I I, want to see them get humiliated at this point. Pathetic. When I see pathetic anybody do something that they're supposed to be doing well, pathetically, I want to see them humiliated. Good. Back to this now. I would like to uh, shout out a whole bunch of people that you can go there and check out. First of all, Rob's KungFuChannel.com. Lefty's Hand Rolled Cigars. I was talking to Blaze over there at Lefty's. They've been fulfilling a lot of orders for everybody out there. You know, it is cigar season. And uh, we got Nordic Coffee. I was talking to the guys and gals at Nordic Coffee. That's RiseAndGrind.us. They are sending me six different individual roasts. That can be um, that could end up becoming the quite frankly official coffee. So I'm going to be taste testing new roasts. I'll know everything about their origins soon. That's going to be great. Yes, cacao, magical botanical chocolate, wise wolf gold and silver. I'm so happy to hear that many of you have been getting in touch with Tony, and you have been buying physical gold and silver through Wise Wolf at quite frankly gold, and not even just physical, but you could also go off and do a uh, you know set up one of your IRAs, physical gold. Jay Goulinell's there, Flip City Magazine, Awesome Hot Sauce, Apex Water, and then never forget Blue Monster Prep and Secret Nature CBD. Have a nice smoke tonight on us. All right. With that being said, quickly through our upcoming guest tomorrow night, I don't know if Rob's coming in. We'll see. He's had a very, uh, very busy personal life. He's getting acclimated to some new projects he's doing, so 
I wouldn't uh, put it past him if he's just tired and he still needs to get used to it, but who knows? He might be here. On Friday, we got Nick Hinton. He's an author, a researcher with a flair for the extraterrestrial and interdimensional. That should be fun. Next week, Noor Bin Laden will be coming back on the 15th. George Alexopoulos will be in studio with us again. On the 17th, a short show, and then band practice afterward. On the 18th, I'm off because we have a gig at Garcia's. Ping Trip comes on the 19th. Rich Barris on the 22nd. Leo Zagami comes back on the 23rd. Jason Burmis comes back on the 24th. The 25th, we have Jay Gulinello and Rob in studio. Among other things on that night, when we do another nutrition night with Jay Gulinello, I want to ask him about testosterone. Because we've been reading a lot about testosterone decline and all that stuff. And that is going to be one of a few topics we bring up. Then I'm on vacation. But when we come back for September, I already have Corey and Sean from the SGT Report. Adam Krigler is coming back. I have booked a Saturday night special for September 10th with Andrew Basiago. Andrew Basiago, he's an American lawyer and uh, writer. And he speaks a lot about Project Pegasus. He's been on Art Bell and a few other programs that everybody knows. And he talks about his time travel um, time travel experiences through uh, U.S. secretive projects. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Perfect for a Saturday night. I'm working on Sam Tripoli. Uh, Amazing Polly's coming back on September 20th. We got a lot coming on. A lot going on. A lot coming on. A lot doing, a lot doing for us. All right. So with that being said... I want to talk a little bit about our our guest tonight. Not too much because we have him here. Why? That'd be rude just to talk about him in front of his face. My good buddy Nick, he's in. He is a uh, political strategist, strategist. That's me being a grammas, grammasist. Um, he's a political strategist. But I the first time Nick that we spoke, you were uh, you were writing for a, a history blog, right? Yes. What, what happened with it? Do you still do any writing with that? No, actually, I don't. Why? You just I, got you were good at it, right? So after the site had got attacked, um, I just decided to just let it go and pursue other things. Uh, wait a second, stuff that was yeah. So um, came back, uh, I think two months in into the whole writing situation, the site was attacked. I guess they call it a, a DDoS attack or whatever the case yeah. is, and. Um, then I started receiving phone calls from uh, individuals saying that, hey, uh, if I, whether I wanted to sell the domain name for the site or whatever case, I stopped using it. What was it again? Republicus. Republicus. Okay, yeah. Republic Us, U.S. Republic U.S. And so, I mean, that name is a, is a name that's pretty easy to remember. So I see why people are calling me to take that name from me or whatever cases. But... I just decided that I wanted to get a little bit more deeper into politics and uh, steering people into uh, pursuing office and stuff like that. You know, make a change in New York City here. I, I was going to say, you are in the middle of one... I mean, you are, you, you're living... You are in Manhattan, no? Yeah, I'm actually close to Manhattan, right off of Manhattan. Okay, so then... Right. Either way, you're in the... <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the... I'm in right in the heat of it. You've seen this shit up close the last couple of years. Absolutely. So maybe we have some time to talk about, especially in the second half. I think we will. Right. But it's good. It's great to have you in. Finally, you were in. You were on the show once before, but you called in twice before. Twice. Yeah, it was twice. Okay. Well, this is your third time on, and yes. then we, of course, we hung out at the mines thing. Right. That was fun. Great event. 
Well, you know, I got some grab bag stuff that we can sharpen our knives with, so let's just jump into it. The first thing I want to do with you is a headline from MSN, which I thought was kind of sad, but also, in a little way, kind of funny. Uh, here it is. A scammer rips off an 11-year-old boy at a lemonade stand with a fake $100 bill. Now, that's very sad when I think about it, because if I was 11 years old and I, somebody gave me a $100 bill, I would think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did it. And then uh, a man bought $20 worth of snacks and drinks from Jeremy's Cooler, and the boy plans to use the profits to keep building his, uh, his business while sending a portion of funds to people in, oh, in war-torn Ukraine. He was sending his lemonade money to... Oh, man, I didn't read this part. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. You, you think this story is true? Oh, maybe not. This could be an AI-generated kid, to be honest. <laughs> this this might just be an AI... Oh, well, this just got deeper, didn't it? But suspicion started to nag at Jeremy after a customer walked away from the stand where, aside from lemonade, he sells popcorn, cotton candy, and a variety of sodas, KCPQ, reported the $100 bill the man had given him didn't feel right and its coloring seemed off. Jeremy went to a nearby gas station where a clerk gave him the bad news. Nope, it's not real, Jeremy said, but don't worry, Jeremy, neither are neither is any of the hundreds of millions of dollars and billions we've sent to Ukraine before this. So, I don't know. I poor Jeremy. I mean, uh, you know, times are hard right now, so people are counterfeiting everything. I swear I didn't see the Ukraine thing. I just grabbed it because of the headline. Right. I, I, I don't know if I should even believe that story now. I, considering that, you know, it was a pitch towards Ukraine and everything. So. <laughs> see, every, everybody's pitching in, Nick. Right. Everything is sympathy for Ukraine. Everybody's just pitching in. Um, here's one for you. Now, I was, I thought that this was interesting because I was following some stories that had to do with Florida and herpes that was being that was being spread by these macaque m- macaque macaque monkeys i always thought that they were macau and then somebody said no they're macaque so macaque is spreading herpes monkeys spreading herpes yeah but but this one is in tasmania and then we'll get to just a, re- a reminder of what's going on in florida tasmanian city park monkey enclosure intruder possibly exposed to fatal herpes so this guy jumped into a monkey enclosure in Tasmania, and I didn't even know that there were fatal strains of this shit. A zoo intruder in Tasmania has exposed themselves to potentially fatal herpes after breaking into a snow monkey enclosure to collect coins from a pond. Think about how desperate you got to be in the first place. Authorities have, been ur- have urged the person to seek immediate medical attention for the disease, which can cause blistering pain, muscle aches, respiratory distress, encephalitis, and neurological dysfunction. We, we pray for him. But remember, this is going on in Florida. Roving bear. Look how angry that one is. Forget Florida, man. Now there are Florida monkeys. Roving bands. This is from two years ago. Feral herpes ridden. Where did the herpes come from? I just don't get it. They probably injected him with them. What, what what was that whole thing? There was monkeys. You remember in like in the uh, the crash? There's a a a truck crashed in in Pennsylvania not too long ago. It was right around the time everybody started talking about smallpox. Mm-hmm. And then we have now we got this monkeypox thing, which apparently the vaccine is the smallpox vaccine or something similar to it. Right. Interesting, huh? Super interesting. 
and not even that the the vaccine from what i'm hearing these guys are still um getting monkeypox i'm glad you bring it up because i have a one minute and 45 second clip here from abc something they're reporting some guys i guess most of them are gay i have to imagine all of them are they're reporting on getting monkeypox after receiving first dose of vaccine just listen to a little bit of this of this reporting because it's 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 odd I got a shot and I was infected a few weeks later. The lesion ended up getting bigger and worse. More men now coming forward saying they still got monkeypox even after their first vaccine dose. Even though my case was mild. See, she's a yeah. smallpox and monkeypox vaccine. This is another case of COVID, man. Oh. Uh, very painful. A week after his first shot, lesions appeared on his body. Because of the long uh, incubation period, uh, you know, it's totally possible that I already, you know, were infected. Um, but, you know, you, you, you don't know. When you get vaccinated for monkeypox, you have to give this time for the antibodies to form. Dr. Carlton Thomas answers monkeypox questions on his social media and says there's a sliding scale of protection. Oh, at least I'm sure there, I'm sure there is. Two to three weeks after your first shot is eh, it's good. Uh, waiting three to four weeks after your first shot is better. Two weeks after your second shot is the best. Today, the there's two shots that go along with this. I feel so bad. I feel so bad for people who have been yanked along, and this still is mind-boggling to me. The that it's it's still so primarily gay. It, it that's mind-boggling. Well, it, it feels like deja vu all over again. Yeah. I mean, we have vaccines that don't actually inoculate you from the disease. I I, I don't understand what's going on here, but no, I don't, I don't think anybody does. But they still line up. And I, I don't know. I know where we're going from here, Nick. I just don't know where we're going. I just don't know. I'd, ra I'd rather get bit by one of those herpes monkeys than, than have any of that shit injected into me. At least we know exactly what the hell's coming from the monkey. Yeah, but the, uh, my problem is that, yeah, the city right now, especially where, you know, the places where I'm around, I see these guys lining up for the vaccine, you know. The problem I have is that there's not an emphasis on trying to get these guys to stop going to these events where the disease is spreading, if you know what I mean. Yeah. We, we got to be a little bit, you know. Well, those guys there, too, what it tells me when I, when I was looking at those guys in that video, it's telling me that they either took the shot and then went to a bathhouse. Right. Or they took the shot and the shot gave it to them. If, if they are in a monogamous relationship or if they don't have any partners, I mean, it's one or two things. Because, but again, I don't, I don't understand how this can be so, I don't know. Other people said, hey, could it be because of the, uh, the other shot? And if that's the case, there's far more relative, far more heterosexual people who have taken that shot than gay people in this country, considered the populations are so skewed. So then why isn't monkeypox more spread across all those di uh, demographics. So what you're saying basically that uh, the COVID shot is interfering with the um, the efficacy of the current uh, monkeypox shot. I don't. I don't. Or think or whether their immune system is now not as strong as it used to be, and this is why it's leading into these guys recatching the virus. I just. I no. I, maybe maybe there's some questions along those lines that, that need to be answered too. But my primary one, and I want—I just want to hear a really good theory as to why homosexual 
why this is just happening with homosexual men. Why? I mean, heterosexual uh, p- uh, people live just as crazy. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, everybody's having sex, and uh, they're. I, I just don't understand. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And I don't hear enough people asking. I, I think more. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. You know, jokes getting cracked. And I mean, for now, when you're talking about stopping the spread, it makes it easy to stop it because you know what you just got to take a break from. Don't forget, um, China was able to allegedly uh, create these viruses that were able to attack specific ethnic groups. So maybe they they created a virus where it's able to attack specific sex. Maybe sex that would right that would that mean that would just mean men right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you think that's what it is? No, because, because if, if it's targeting, if it's just, you know, because I don't see how it's just something that's spreading within that community. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. It's the strangest thing. It, I mean, it's the reality. It's the reality, but it's not enough to just accept that reality. There's a, there's a question that needs to be answered here. Absolutely. Because there's no way to... How do you genetically target a gay person? The, the, the gay gene thing is ridiculous. It's nonsense. Well, I don't want to say a gay person specifically. What I'm saying is that uh, maybe... Maybe it's a gender thing. Maybe once uh, men and men contact together have, you know... Well, you know, I can't say, but anal sex or whatever the case is, right? Um, maybe that's how I was able to spread. Again... Prior to me f- figuring out that China was able to uh, create viruses that can attack specific ethnic groups, I would say you were crazy at the time. But now it's something that's widely known. You're right. It is widely known. Who knows? I, I, I Maybe in time. It, I would love to get just one answer to one big question somewhere down the line. I think we all have our... We have our... We'll talk about Trump and we'll talk about a whole bunch of other things tonight. But a lot of it is just our theories and, and of course, piecing together pictures from whatever the hell we can find lying around in open source. And I think a lot of times we get it pretty spot on. But as far as confirmation goes, who the hell knows? We're going to be right back, though. Nick and I are going... Nick and I are. I are. Me and Nick am... No. We are going to have a good time tonight. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. Pass this uh, to one, to all, whether you're watching live or on demand. And we have so much to jump into. So uh, I hope you've kicked back and relaxed and made yourself comfortable. Be right back. stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. 
That's why we're going back! Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! So much going on this week. Welcome to the show. This is not the pre-show anymore. We are right in it. Right in it. You can give this episode a thumbs up. That would be wonderful. Share the link with everyone you know. And you can contribute either by calling in in a little bit when we open up the lines. Or you can send a super chat to quite frankly frankly, superchat.com. Quite frankly superchat.com. It doesn't matter where you watch the show. Everybody can send a super chat in and have it read on air. And remember, uh, all you got to do, just send one in this week and before Friday. I mean, Friday night, we're going to read it off. So you have to get it in before like midnight, Thursday going into Friday. And you are in the running. You're in the running to win all of Matt's notes on how to survive shark attacks and encounters with the Loch Ness Monster and all, all that stuff. So you'll have his handwritten notes. It'll be fantastic for you and all of your friends. That's what you need. Trust me. It's the things that you need that you didn't know you needed. All right. So, Nick, um, man, do we have a lot to talk about? We really do. I, um, I, I wanted, The first thing I want to do is I wanted to play Jesse Waters. He was talking with Greg Gutfield, I think, last night. It's about three minutes that I think is pretty high energy and, and amazing. Take a listen to this. You should be able to trust the FBI, but not in the last 10 no years. More. It's, it's kind of over. But then you look at the fact that Trump is like an energy energy mo- monster. They're just feeding him. This is going to make him run. This is going to, like, do you think that they've caused the opposite reaction? I've never seen the base more energized. I've never seen the base more angry. I'm angry. I feel violated. The whole country feels violated. It's disgusting. They've declared war on us, and now it's game on. Imagine you're Eric Trump, and you're at Mar-a-Lago. That's your home. Your mother has just died two weeks ago, and they're sending <coughs> FBI agents with weapons into your house, violating your privacy like that. It's unbelievable. Over the Presidential Records Act, Greg... <laughs> That's like a librarian sending armed agents into your house. The Presidential Records Act, first of all, we can't even trust that this warrant wasn't corrupt. I mean, they cooked up a fake warrant last time when they spied on the Trump campaign. They doctored evidence. They forged documents to get it. How do we know they're not planning evidence right now? They planted evidence with Crooked and the CIA and the FBI already. And you can't trust this judge. They said, oh, a judge must have signed off on it. The judge is an Obama donor. The judge defended Jeffrey Epstein's team. Can't trust this guy. So they go in, they'll probably do a fishing expedition. God knows what they're going to find or plant or fake. But it's also trying to freeze the Trump base. You know, you're going to vote for this guy. You know, he could be indicted soon. It's telling the Republican donors, hey, don't donate to this guy. Republican corporate guys, don't donate to this guy. He's toxic. You don't want to go near him. That's what's going on. It's intimidation. It's bullying. 
Look at this thing he did. He was cooperating. So he's about a, a, almost nine months of cooperation. He's already handed over about 15 boxes. As Janine said, she's right. He could have declassified this before he left the White House. So they get in, they bring teams in already. They're showing them where his stuff is. They're showing them where they keep it. The team says, all right, keep it secure, keep it locked up. Trump's lawyers were, Trump even stopped in and swung by and said, hello. Next thing you know, they send 30 men with a safe cracker. What the hell are they doing? And they told the Trump lawyers, don't look at what we're doing. Don't record what they're doing. That's not by the book. No. Hey, what did you did you hear anything about this, Nick? Uh, I saw a few people saying that they weren't they were supposed to turn off their security cameras, but they were actually left on, and now they're trying to get get a hold of them. I, I that those are just little rumors I've I've read. I haven't seen anything well, really. Well, we don't know how true that is. We don't know. Uh, well, hmm, let's just say this: when I think when Larry Trump was asked that, uh, she didn't really clarify. And if you pay attention, last night. When I was asked whether the security cameras are on or not, it's like, I don't know, her facial gesture just indicated that it was a little bit more going on there. So I don't know whether they was able to turn off all the cameras or whatever, but maybe they may have some footage. We don't know. But what we do know is that they were there since, they were there, they showed up at 9 o'clock. Yeah. They were there for about 9 hours up until 6.30, right? And don't forget that when we found out about it, it was around seven o'clock, and Trump was the first person to alert us of what happened at Mar-a-Lago. So it's not that Trump found out, you know, at that time he must have knew between that nine hours that the FBI was over there coming through the place, he knew about it. So either his lawyer told him, "Hey, don't write a, uh, a true social, uh, whatever they call that now, the equivalent of a tweet." Don't don't send that out. Don't let the public until they're done. So, I I think that that was a strategic what play. What do you think the play is there? Um, see, it, multiple ways you could look at it. You could look at it in terms of uh, less respect of authority. You don't want your supporters to come out there and uh, you know confront the FBI while that's going on, right? Because you know certain people out there in in, in Florida, he has a large you know, support base out, out there. Uh, and um, I'm pretty sure if he would have sent, sent the tweet out at 9 a.m., you would have saw supporters out there. And it could have got ugly. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so it's... Uh, and the other way it, it would have been that is uh, Trump was like, hey, you know, because from what I'm hearing from the media, they were trying... The FBI was trying to do this the uh, least public way possible. I don't understand how you can do this the least public way possible when you're you're rating a, a former president. But so the other way you can look at it is that Trump and his his team, his lawyer, whatever the case is, decided that hey, um, you should wait after these guys finish up and then send out uh, a tweet or a message stating that hey, just found out because I think that was the words he used was hey, just found out that. You know, um, the FBI showed up and raided, da 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 He didn't just find out about it, but he acted like he did. So it it could be a play now because now Trump is looking Trump is looking like a martyr right now. Yeah. Trump, Trump is looking like a martyr, and there's a lot of sympathy for, for Trump now that they did it the way they did it. And being that if you pay attention to the Democratic talking points, is hey Trump has the warrant? Why we, why won't you just release it? Trump has the warrant. He has it in his hand. Let him just release it to the public or whatever the case is. I think that Trump 
withholding the warrant, I think that's a, a very good PR stunt. Why? Because it forces the DOJ and the FBI to come out immediately and state to the American public what the F was so serious that you had to go and raid the home of a former president. Oh, yeah. And I, I, and I, and I always see the those who are they bend over backwards to try to give rationalizations for these people as if they don't know what is really behind every exaggerated move um and and why things are so selectively not only enforced but selectively exaggerated right and that's that's just really what this whole tap dance is about here's a a little bit less than a minute more and if you look at what hillary's done i mean she's acid washed thirty thousand emails under subpoena hillary's own lawyers smashed iphones with hammers and comey comes out and he says yes they had over a hundred classified documents in her possession in chappaqua and yes they did break the law but no prosecutor would ever touch it and then sandy burglar goes into the national archives and sets all kind of classified documents down his pants they didn't raid his home two cia directors had classified information on their home computers their homes weren't raided an fbi director took sensitive documents outside they didn't raid his home this is bull and it's going to boomerang big time i i believe so too and i gotta say nick um i I, re- I had a friend, I was talking about it this morning on, on when I was recording my morning podcast, and I, I had a friend who worked at the Pentagon for a long time after he got out of, ser- out of the service, and, um, and he told me once when I was, I was running a couple different conspiracies by him, and his eyes were kind of glazing over, it's like, what, 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 oh, you really think this is impossible? You think that you know everything? You don't think you've been compartmentalized, sir? Yeah, this is somebody I went to high school with. He said, Frank, I'll just put it to you this way. Ever since I started working here at the Pentagon, I actually believe less in large-scale conspiracies because I worked... In, I work here and the people around me are so too incompetent to pull this off and I used to accept that as a semi-valid criticism, but no more. Not for a long time now. I haven't. Russia... Both impeachments, this January sixth thing, the, the the all of the Supreme Court protests, the Brett Kavanaugh thing, every smaller seizure and and act that they put on in between, these are the sloppiest, most cringe laden group efforts I have ever seen in my life. They lie for warrants, they entrap people and fabricate evidence all over the place. They they change whistleblower rules on the fly to make fourth hand information, uh, it, it, you know, legally ad- admissible, and then they they uh, they they don't allow anybody to have representation or or bring their own witnesses or see the evidence. They do everything everything in a skiff it's only it, it's only Adam Schiff and his people that they get to see it you have senate staffers uh, during the the whole Carter Page FISA situation trading FISA uh, materials oh, for sex with reporters you remember when that James Wolf guy or whoever was sleeping with Allie Watkins yep. and they were trading FISA applications nobody went to jail nobody they destroy evidence the Robert Mueller team wiping their own cell phones alone. I mean, he j- Jesse Waters just talked about evidence being destroyed. Refuse cooperation. They make accusations without carrying any burden of proof. And uh, and then they, they even have the dude. They even have these cheesy romances that are exposed along the way. The Lisa Page telling Peter Strzok, he he's not going to win, is he? And Peter going, No, baby, we'll stop him. It's like this is. I, I uh, what is this is so bad. I mean, the only reason why they're able to do this 
it's because the media's in on it and it doesn't get any critique. The judges, like the Epstein lawyer, that personifies the justice system. So yeah, I mean, I do believe it. I mean, they're, they're completely fucking incompetent, but they they just own everything. But but think about it like this, Frank. Um, it's been a while since the actual American people, the American people largely, has actually entered politics and served their country. Yeah. So what we've had is politically connected people for decades. I'm talking about you couldn't get into politics, Frank, without knowing, without being a part of the crew. You understand what I'm saying to you? So this person was married to this person. That person was married to this person. You're finding out a judge was this person. Like, you're like, what? What the hell is going on here? So it's just one big happy family that we don't know about. The, the regular average American doesn't know about. But these guys are interconnected. So the reason why they're able to pull these things off is because I, I think it's just something that's preset. It's just something that they, they're like, hey, you know, we're going to have to play this away where the public thinks it's legit. Let, let's let's give the impression that this is a legit investigation, like the Robert Mueller investigation, but where Republicans were stating, "No, we're gonna let Mueller finish. We're gonna let him finish. No, he's not gonna be able to fire the the special prosecutor." Whatever. Even even obtaining a special prosecutor, the way they did it was was illegal. The way they did it was illegal, but that did not deter them from going through and deleting information, which was another thing that was illegal, which they did. Peter Strzok, uh, not even that Congress. If you think about it, Republican Congress referred criminal gave the DOJ criminal referrals on, I think about four people: Andrew McCabe lied, Comey lied, right? And none of these people got in trouble for that at all. Th these were bold-faced lies. Not even, not even. These were bold-faced lies to the attorney to the what was it the. Um, Inspector General of the FBI who stated that yes the guy did lie they changed the wording from lying to um, lack candor lacking candor right yeah it's just like right now no one's above the law right no one's above the law now that is Trump no one's above the law but before when it was Hillary Clinton no reasonable prosecutor will ever bring a case Come on, guys. Well, you, 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 Come on. You're talking about changing of terms. That was another thing. Uh, another thing that they changed with Hillary Clinton. Because at, at the very least, I know that the, the hardest thing to prove ever is intent. Because then, of course, you have the, the human heart. What was the intent of the action? But at the very least, you had gross negligence with, with Hillary Clinton. And that's when Peter Strzok was actually the one that, that's, that suggested the term extremely careless instead of gross negligent. And uh, grossly negligent. It, it, it's all. I mean, it's little things too that we even fucking forget. Uh, fusion, the fusion GPS testimony. Remember that? Yes. You remember Diane Feinstein leaked the fusion GPS, just so everybody else can see what the answers were. Prior to. She leaked right. the testimony, fusion GPS, and blamed it on having a head cold. Yes. Having a cold. Having a cold. Having a cold for the first time in history. A cold caused somebody to leak. And the thing is, we know Diane Feinstein doesn't run anything. She doesn't run any tech at all. It was one of her staffers that did it, right? But she had a cold. That's how stupid we are. We think that these people are running their, their Twitter game or whatever the case is. Their staff are just tweeting stuff out and we're, we're reacting to it or whatever the case is. Yo, Frank, we, we, have to, we have to come to the realization that these people do not represent us at all. It's just a it's just a baloney and lies and 
Well, we're going to discuss it, so I'm not going to move ahead on, on some of this thing, but if if we don't push forward with um, taking back this country, um, we're going to end up in gulags, I oh. believe, very soon. Oh, I know what you're getting at. Right. I, I have that, and I have that in a second. I really do. I, I wanted to... You know, here here's what I wanted to, I wanted to bring up. Um, so, yeah, obviously, like I said before... When my buddy said, I don't believe in conspiracies because I think people are too incompetent. But I think that's exactly how everything, how this has gone down. It would be exactly how it would have gone down if these kind of morons were involved in a conspiracy. And the only thing is that the people who are supposed to be the sheepdogs are also in on it. So they can they can afford to be sloppy when they have public relations available to them to not only make blatant. They, they make blake blatant criminality seem not only valid, but virtuous. And that's that's the issue here. When, when you control the media, when you control the messaging, you can make that happen. Again, I always state, and I, I think this is something I'm going to state a lot. I'm going to say a lot today, is that propaganda. I, I think the best definition I ever heard of propaganda is getting one um, psychologically prepared for what is being projected, right? So the reason why we hear these things where it's like, hey, uh, Trump is a criminal, and this is he's a fascist, and this is what he's a they're projecting so when they bring these cases or when they bring these allegations you know certain people are going to believe it you understand like today i was in manhattan and i was walking by the, the tower and uh on the street across the street from trump tower they had uh, someone wrote in chalk that um no one's above the law you know what i mean the, the the phrase that the democratic party is um pushing now and that criminals walk here criminals work here and it was an arrow pointing to the tower Right, so obviously they know that a large sloth of the population is going to believe this. Right, the only the only way these guys are able to do what they're doing is that they have they have a base that is believing the lies because they want to be able to do it. You understand what I'm saying to you? If the left and the right, if the left and the right was to come together and be like, "Yo, these people are lying. Get the heck out of here," or whatever the case is, and we're protesting together. They would not be able to arrest any person in this country at all. It, look what happened in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka was both sides coming together and saying, no, this government is corrupt. Right? Yep. The reason why you need propaganda to keep two sides separated is because you don't want them looking at you. And so here's we, here where we are now. Did you see, did you see the, uh, I don't know, it was a clip of, I don't know, maybe about a two-minute clip of people in, uh, I think, Texas that were they they were interviewing i think they interviewed only black people black americans in texas about whether or not they believe that there is a recession said that the 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 biden white house is saying that there is no recession do you think that that is true and and every last one every last person that they are talking to just went off and 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 they're coming with with some real real world some facts. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's, and it's it is real world stuff. It's kitchen table. It's yes. like you can say, I don't care what the hell you put out there, in in some air conditioned studio in Washington D.C. You can't the, hide inflation. The, huh? the, the the fact that right. I know what it takes to fill up my gas tank, and it, it's commensurate with the the booming prices in the in the grocery store, with the booming prices here and there. They see this, and as you're saying, you said the the propaganda needs a base that is willing to consume it. Obviously, in a country of 330 million people, you're always going to be able to pick out at least 30 million stupid asses. Right. But 
average people uh, for, uh, that that cross all traditional demographics, they are seeing the same things. And if they, it, it really just comes down to are they comfortable enough verbalizing it, because everybody's seeing the same damn thing, and um, and I, I I think that it's going to be much much harder and harder to keep projecting this illusion onto people. Which is why they need to take Trump off the playing field. Exactly. Because even black people who are opposed to him, I'm talking about people who are now calling my phone. Some 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 people I don't answer to, you know, because the disrespect at the time was a little bit too extreme. And, you know, you, you can't call me now because everything is high and you're, you're noticing that, yeah, um, my guy was doing a very good job. You can't call me now and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Nah, you can't. But black people are noticing. Black people are absolutely noticing that, you know, uh, things have went up. Again, gas, is gas, grocery. Every American buys grocery. Every American has to eat. So that right there is an indication of uh, the Democrats are not able to run the country the proper way at all. So. I, I really don't understand how there hasn't been... They're in, voting Republican. But but what, here's what I, I don't understand. And unless you think that... I mean, this, this would actually be the most obvious thing in a big city, that the, the elections there would be, would be uh, you know, kind of um, s- smell like shit anyway. But I can't imagine... You would think that revolutions, at least revolutions and, and changes in people's voting patterns and what they want and responding to, to hardship, you would think that that would happen first in cities because, I mean, there, there is no opposition party in a place like New York City. Barely. Um, the, so, I mean, what, what are you seeing with your, your – I mean, you already said there's certain friends and – family that you don't even give the time of day to now because they're so vehement or virulent uh, the first go around but what do you get gauging from your neighbors from lifelong friends in general well because everything costs more now so and um, some of them got fired so um, some of the some of the black people that I know cousin who um, the thing is he, he doesn't like taking shots he hates shots or whatever the case is right and being that it was the Democrats that was forcing it, or whatever the case is, that opened the, that right there. That was the point that opened his eyes for for more information. It wasn't that it was that was the point where it was his livelihood that was jeopardized, right? And now he's like, "Whoa, what is this about? Like, what are these people doing?" And now I was able to feed him more information to be like, "Oh, wow, okay, this is crazy." So these people are just all about control. So, whenever I go to barbecues or whenever I go to events or whatever the case is, right, and people always come up to me and be like, hey, want to talk politics. I always want to be like, you know, I'm not really down for the politics right now, but um, what I would say is that you voted for this, right? You guys voted for this. Yeah. And it's not my fault that you guys voted for this, but we can make a change going forward. So, in 2022, help me. And in 2024, let's make America great one more time let's do this uh, you know i gotta say man i have a lot of i have a lot of reservations about what could actually be the outcome but all i know is this uh, as far as what i'll be doing on election night i mean i obviously local elections are a lot more frequent but election night this year election night 2024 i'm gonna vote frank i'm telling you it's gonna be a shocker it, it, it's, it, it's gonna be a shock locally 
locally and federally. I'm telling you, Frank, it's going to be a shocker because people are up in the game. They're like, listen, the the, the Democrats were out of control for COVID. The, the whole COVID lack, lockdown situation, blacks did not like. They did not like that. And the, the whole firing, you got to take shots or whatever the case is. Listen, again, the Tuskegee experiment already. Glad you brought it up. That was one of the things that made them be like, ah, I don't want shots from the government. I don't trust the government. And the, the the Democrats weren't careful with that. They they weren't careful with, you know, some of the some of the guys. Uh, and there are black leaders out there who were telling them that, listen, you know, remember what this government did to us. Part remember what this government did to us before, and you know, are we going to go through this again? And a lot of these guys are like, listen, they're they're anti. Whenever they see that their ancestors went through something, right? They're anti that. So. A lot of blacks did not want to take the vaccine. A lot of guys stayed home, got fired. I know a lot of people who are not vaccinated right now and are upset. Okay? And we're going to see a voting change, I think, along ethnic lines that we've never seen before. It was already a, it was already a change that nobody in twenty twenty there was already a change that nobody had seen in sixty years. That's what they had said. That it went, I mean, obviously, Hispanic voters, they, they have a little bit less baggage, I, I think. I think that there's a little bit less there, especially those who are new arrivals. But with black, with black Americans, they had not voted Republican like that in 60 years. And, with, and ever since then, as you said before, the first thing I'll say about is the election. I think, yeah, there's, there's plenty to be suspicious about, but I, I say go out and vote. Press the button, pull the lever as hard as you ever pressed it in your life, because let's just flood it out. Let's make it look even more blatant. Let's just let's let's, let's laugh, thumb, f- fuck it. Who cares? You, you got to at least go. That's number one. I I will be going and and I hope everybody else. Seventy percent turnout. Let's do this. Seventy percent turnout. Come on, Republicans, we can do this. It would be a backbreaking, a backbreaking wave of people across the board going to vote. I mean that's that's a great way to do it. I would love to I would love to be a part of a night that is so magical like that. That'd be great. The other thing there too is I'm glad you brought up the Tuskegee um, experiments there because that was one thing that I was hoping. I said I hope, and I know that it kept up there because they the reporting, the reporting was very very clear that the one demographic that was woefully under vaccinated was black Americans and I was I was applauding the whole way said stay strong and what they do I hope that they started resenting this too every and every damn I don't watch a lot of uh, TV around here but when I go visit my mother television's on I see the commercials every other commercial here in New York is another COVID or a vaccine commercial and they're rolling out the black doctors they put black remember it was a black woman that received the COVID shot first yeah. in New York City, right? Right. They purposely, they, they understood. They understood that, you know, this, this demographic right here, this, this I think they're, they're not with the shot, so we got to sell it to them. So, I remember seeing a video of a uh, a black woman. She was a little bit chubby. She was older or whatever the case. She was like, I'm taking the shot. I'm taking the second shot. I'm taking the third. And we like, Grandma, come on. Are you serious? <laughs> like, yo, yo, get this lady out of here, please. I mean, so, and then they had the nurse. This was in, uh, I think it was Northwell. I forgot where. I think it was in Jamaica, in Queens, if I'm not mistaken. And it was, no, the woman was Jamaican, black woman or whatever. And she got the shot. It was during the same time when uh, the white lady 
that was in the 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 blue attire where she fainted, collapsed. Remember oh, that? I do remember that. It was around that same time, right? So, and not even that, they brought that black lady back. Uh, she they brought it to the White House, I think, recently, and uh, gave us some kind of award. Like you, they, they were just saying that you you guys are heroes or whatever cases. Yes, you got black people to take the shot. Uh, more black people to take the shot or whatever case because again I think the black population I think in terms of people who have been taking the shot I think the black population is probably the ones who were likely to take the shot or are less vaccinated right now to be honest uh, or or uh, like in the case of my stepfather uh, his employment was tied to it he said he said he's so he was friend. forced he was forced uh, oh and not, and not only that he was forced by his job to get boosted I said, I said, Skip, at the time, you've got to stop. You stop. And uh, so he got boosted because of his job, but he got his first one in December of 2020 because he had to go have a, a kidney surgery done. He, um, he had to have surgery in, in like maybe a week or so before Christmas in 2020. They wouldn't put him on the table without, and this was the week, like the week that the shot existed. And I have a friend... I have a couple of them, but I have one one friend that's that's a little bit more closer to so me than others. You're saying that they wouldn't operate on him without him being vaccinated. Absolutely. Oh, I have I have a friend right now. I have a friend right now who lives in in the Midwest, and he's on the same he's in the same boat that my stepfather was in, where he has a he's taking he's doing, doing dialysis. He he has my other my other buddy actually has a kidney donor waiting. A friend of his was sized up. They're ready to go. Everything is ready to rock. He has been waiting around and just still on a dialysis schedule for a year now, even though he has a kidney, because he refuses to take the shot. I mean, they, this is in, insanity. This is insanity. If you were to describe this to anybody 50 years ago, this kind of a situation, they certainly wouldn't call, say, well, that's definitely America. Right. I mean, presidents being raided, that's, that's definitely America, right? I mean, we don't recognize our country at all anymore. Um, every line, every barrier has been crossed. So, I mean, this is just part of the course. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's incredible. But, I'm, but we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, y- you were making a great point, though, before, because I saw what was going on. I saw the tweet from yesterday in Ukraine. This guy, he is a um, he's an opposition MP yeah, I, I, from one of the parties that, that Zelensky guy banned in, uh, in, in the country. He was released on bail from a pretrial detention center, and he was met by who they, they call themselves local patriots who broke his nose first and then forced him to kneel and apologize to the Azov uh, brotherhoods and formations, you know, which are are largely known as the, Pledge allegiance to the Nazis. The Nazis. Um, here, look at this. This is a... So what do you want to say about this? Because you had sent this to me originally. Right. Um, honestly, this is what's up for conservatives next. If... We don't take what just happened to Trump seriously. I'm, I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking. I'm talking about less the humiliation. Right. No. I'm, the I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that. We we have to we have to galvanize. We have to come out here and vote because this is going to be us soon, right here. They're going to make you apologize for being a Trump supporter, right? Of being a, a, a MAGA person, an America First person. They're going to make you apologize. That's what the Biden administration wants to make you do. Remember, the Biden administration is in control of Ukraine. 
they did that they understand how to do that the cia knows how to do that you understand what i'm saying to yeah. you so this is what's coming to us banning political parties this is why they're calling the right wing or republicans terrorists or the um, extremists or whatever the case is right so play the clip and uh have people see what they did to him. Yeah, that, it, there he is. The, he starts getting slapped around. He's getting slapped around, and then of course they humiliate him with the green, the green paint, and uh, and he just he gets paraded around and made made an example of. This is outside of all of the footage that we saw coming out months ago of people being. Uh, stripped of their clothes and and, right, and, 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 and yeah, put your knees down. Yeah, get on your knees, stand before the statue, and say Nazi phrases. Go ahead. Uh huh. This is what's waiting for conservatives. Say Joe Biden's the best. Say Barack Obama was the best president in the United States. This is what's waiting for conservatives if we don't take this serious. Again, Ukraine. Th this is not Ukraine's doing. This is not the Ukrainians people's doing. Okay, what you're seeing right now is a state department run operation right now okay so they released them and recorded it purposely this is a message that they're sending to other um opposition members in the country okay just like the message was sent with trump and raiding people and getting congressmen um telephone uh, i mean seasoned congressmen uh telephones in the airport or whatever cases this is what's coming over here because again it it became it Ukraine, if you follow the Ukraine pattern, how it escalated, just follow that pattern and watch the United States and see what happens. Even with the whole, uh, well, I don't want to jump on topic, but even with the whole farming situation, if you follow Europe's progress, you'll know what's coming over here. You're right. You're right. Uh, although the, the, the pushback against those, um, the farming emissions protocols and all that stuff that was great to see continue it's continually continually great to see but are we going to have that here in this country well, it's going to be it's going to be necessary you think so when they're paying farmers again frank these people are smart they understand that you have to pay churches to promote a vaccine that's that you have to pay churches to promote the lgbtq agenda they understand that you have to pay Farmers, not the farm, and certain people will sell out for that dollar. It, Frank, you have to understand: not every human looks at things in, in a large scale and be like, "No, I'm going to do this for the country, or I'm going to do this for the generations coming, my 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 sons, my grandson." I, th people don't think like that, Frank. You show them the dollar, they're going to sell the country out, and w which is why you had people collecting ballots, right? During the 2020 election for Ilhan Omar, now I mean all about the Benjamins and stuff like that, and she almost lost her race recently or whatever the case is. I don't know how that happened. It may be because mail-in ballots is not wasn't as prevalent as it was in 2020. She, she, right? She, she was primaried. Uh, yeah, she was primaried. She almost that. lost. It. Yeah, I think she got 50 percent of the second uh, person was at 48 percent. Wow, it was just two percent off. But yeah, I think Rich Burris, who you have in the show a lot. That you were speaking about that last night. Um, yeah, Ilhan Omar almost lost. I think by she won by three thousand votes or something like that, or he was always leading by three thousand votes. Yeah, how many friends you have that uh, that are in Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's district? A few, actually. A few. They, they never see her. 
Okay. They, they don't see at all. And what, what about opinions of her? Have, have they remained the same? Have they always been her supporters? Have they changed from support to dislike what? So, uh, it's the demographic. Uh, not even that. So, between genders, so a lot of the women support her, right? A lot, yeah, a lot of the women, they want to be that's, her. That's another show. Right. That's so, another show. Right. So, um, you know the the men they're like they they're not really into it or whatever the cases, but a lot of the women support her. You know what I mean because they they see her in themselves, so like and they want to be her. Just like the the Congress, um, the person that's running for Congress who was running for uh, Congress against the Democrat, the incumbent, she said during her interview she wants to be the next AOC. It, it wasn't even serving the country, and I don't even think she was born here. It had nothing to do with serving the country. I want to be the next AOC. It's American Idol. It, it's it's like this is crazy. Like like, do you know understand what Congress is about? No, I just want to be the next AOC. I I want to run. She she, she doesn't know what Congress is about. This is it, what I want to do. That's definitely not a prerequisite. Uh, you don't need to know anything about the Constitution or anything. Nothing at all. No, you have to just say things. Constitutional is a euphemism for things that you like. Unconstitutional and fascism is a euphemism for things that you think are mean. And uh, and pretty much how American government works for all of these people is that, oh, if you get a simple majority, it's a law. There's, there's, there's no enumerated powers. There's nothing that binds you to only certain types of action. Uh, there's no separation of powers. The, the states have no rights. They're just, you know, they're just distribution centers for, Amer- for federal dollars that come in from somewhere. Nobody knows what money is. They don't know how it's created, wh- where it comes from, who pays for it, that, there's, that, that there was imaginary interest that was put on the first imaginary dollar, and it was always unpayable. Nobody understands any of this shit. It's, it's just American Idol. It's a new iteration of American Idol. Well, remember where AOC came from. Remember where they got it from. Yeah, the... Uh, the, uh, the, the audition, just, right? Justice uh, Democrat. Justice right, Justice Democrats. Democrats. It was an audition. She, but she didn't even she didn't even submit herself. It was her brother had submitted her as a candidate, and then they she got called right, for an interview right, or, or audition. So, so this is what representing your people look like. And I mean, you never show up to you never show, nobody ever sees you at all. Nobody ever sees you. But and I mean, you out here posing for cameras and I'm Instagram lives or whatever the case is. You know, what I mean, you're trying to influence the the young girls in America, and it, which is fine. I mean, you know, the Democrats, you know. They've they've understand that. Listen, you need young, you know, impressionable people to move, to move the population. So, you know, they they've got these, you know, and it, it, let's let's be honest. It's not like AOC is ugly or anything like that, right? So you you get young, attractive women, where you know, people are paying attention to them, and you put them in Congress, and these people don't understand anything about law. They don't. Uh, Cherish the the Constitution. They don't understand anything about the founding of the country, and it's just, hey, here's the talking points you're gonna say for today. Here's the four. Here's what you're gonna say. Here's the paper you're gonna read from this paper today, and you're just gonna state this, right? Okay. Um. Um. So. So this is. I'm telling you, Frank. Anybody could do Congress right now. Anybody can be a Congress. Well, I mean, if if you can be an e-girl on Twitch. And shake your tits for money, then you can be a congressman or a congresswoman. It's really just it, it. The whole simping mentality has been brought into politics now because I think that you know television is obsolete. All those old programs are obsolete. It has become a little bit more of a social statement to be politically active, but not but not politically aware. 
We have a we have a we have a bunch of mole men and mole women who have no eyesight. They have no sense of direction whatsoever, but they're just happy to be here and just just t tell us where to chant and what to chant, and we'll we'll do it. It's it's a, the the whole e girl e thought simping mentality has been made uh, has been just fashioned on top of what American politics is contemporarily at least. So it's uh it's some sick shit. Uh, what you were saying though about about how we're going to go on a break now for for intermission. Before we go to break, I'm going to play one of my favorite clips from uh, what you call it uh, from Side Talk NYC. The uh, the Cuomo gets no pussy. Th this is the, uh, this right here. I hope is a is a little at least a vibe that the youth continues to uh, garner and and hone and sharpen in New York City. So we're going to watch this and we're going to go right to break ladies and gentlemen become a sponsor of the show follow nick on twitter at nick at nigh n-i-g-h nick which is well i mean it's on the screen it's and on and on true social which i'm going to start using very soon same thing yeah same thing okay so uh it, it's in the description of this episode and it's on the screen right now if you're watching so go follow nick we'll be right back we're going to do a couple more topics take some super chats maybe some calls and we will be on our way don't go anywhere what is your message to Cuomo right now? Rot in hell, you son of a bitch! Cuomo, you put pineapple on your pizza and you get no pussy! You're next, DeBlasio, you're fucking next! You're next, we on your ass, boy! We on your ass, boy! If she say no, you gotta go! The Italians don't claim that kid Cuomo. We don't fuck with him. We don't fuck with that kid Cuomo. Get the fuck out We got Trump in the fucking silky on Union Square. Cuomo, don't you get away with this shit? When I see you, I'm going to grab you by your fucking neck. We're replacing Cuomo with Bobby Schmurda. Bobby for governor. Bobby for governor. Come on, get no pussy. Come on, get no pussy. Come on, get no pussy. Welcome to Intermission. We'll be right back. Yeah, Intermission. Quite frankly. 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 We all support quite frankly. 
Not quite. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> quite frankly, in Roma, Italia. Quite frankly, you're going on Frank's show tonight? I really like you. You're very smart. So everybody watch. Quite frankly. With Frank. Quite frankly. So, we are back here in the studio, and I have some super chats to do, and we have time for calls, I think, and a few other really great topics that we can jump into if we, we have a time. And I think we do, because we're, we're managing the clock well. Uh, Nick Fad is here in the studio, at Nick at Nye on Twitter and Truth Social, and we are just chilling. We are chilling on a hot night in New York in August. So, hot night, hot night at least, yep. outside. Um, so let's get to some Super Chats first. First and foremost, we're going to quitefranklysuperchats.com. Take this one by one. Hello Kitty says, hey Frank, I tried to send this via your YouTube, uh, via your YouTube, description hyperlink however it was not working i thought you should know i mean i worked on i redid that i i don't know why but i'll check it again anyway i made it simple so that you don't have to worry about links quite frankly superchat.com just put it into the just just put it into the um the browser tab and boom mama time lord says swan uh, swam with sharks and survived. Love the show and guess. Did you hold the shark over your head until it died? Is that how you did it, Mama Time Lord? Well, thank you. Welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Joel from AR says anyone got uh, anyone who got tested at a site gave up their DNA. They just released the cover story. Bud, twenty one and me. You mean twenty three and me? That's 23 in me. Leak recently. Come on, man. Now they are selectively targeting folks. You think it begins and stops with the gays? No. Uh, well, I mean, it's beginning and it's staying right now with the gays. My question is, how, how do you target somebody? How, why, is, why is this so targeted? That, you, that's, that didn't answer the question at all. I mean, people have been people have been theorizing that these tests are, you know, genetic experiments in themselves since the beginning. So that's nothing new. And 23andMe, anybody that trusted that com uh, that company, the sister of uh, Susan. But uh, yeah, so. Dave Empire says for the grift. Thank you so much, Dave. Degenerate Dan. Says, I am planning some water sports soon and would like to survive both shark and Nessie attacks. If I don't, um, if I don't win Matt's elegantly ordered guidelines, there is a good chance I will perish whilst adrift. You, that is the most Matt way of saying that. Yes, there is a chance. So, Dan, may, may luck and good fortune be on your side because it sounds like you're going to need that. T. Cross says, will Matt's notes be signed by the author? I'll make sure that he signs them, no doubt about it. 
And that's what we have over there from, quite frankly, superchat.com. On the Rumble, Selling the Farm says praying for you. Thank you, Selling the Farm. It's always good to be prayed for, and I prayed extra hard last night, especially since Sean Morton said that we are through the lion's gate and that all human intention is magnified tenfold over the next couple of days. So I, I, pl- I prayed really hard. Really hard. Um, I lean on that rosary. C. Blanche says, should we get ten shots? Ten shots? Boy, I don't think you know me very well. I think that if I did a... I would have to have a full, full belly of food. Then we can have a little bit of a drink. And I will max out at two shots with you. Before I have to go slug a liter of water and wait it out, nurture the buzz, and then maybe consider a third later on. And then drink a gallon of water after that so I don't throw my guts up. I'm not a good drinker. Never was. I don't care. Don't care. I'll get a nice drink to nurse for the evening. I'm more of a, uh, a toker. I'll take a smoke with you if you want. Zoso dude says couldn't help myself. What, what, what do you say, Nick? Uh, you, uh, you, 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 are you more inclined to have a a cocktail or would you would you uh, smoke a J? I mean, it depends on the day, honestly. The, or both. Okay, together. What I, oh, I can see. I can't do that together. No way. It's one so, or the other. Uh, it, right. So um, let's just say if I was drinking a lot, I would not smoke after that because trust me. I'll, I'll be gone so I, I, I can't but if it's like you know I just took two or three shots or whatever the case is, yeah I can smoke after that okay well then it's good now, right. y- y- you obviously have a stronger constitution than I do but um, Zoso dude says couldn't help myself emailed you a shot of the new mystery ship bikinis they're hot really so Zoso dude has new bikinis coming out that'll be great that, I'll wear those I'll wear those. Those are the ones that Lauren will let me wear. Because all the shirts that you send me, she steals. Stostube, thank you for all those cookies. Damn. Thank you so much. All right. So here we are. I have a, um, I have a, uh, a message I have to put out because we do a little bit of these intentions and things like that. But I have a message from a very doting and loving husband, Rich, who goes by Chinaman Steve. And he says this to his lovely wife, Katrina. Says, Katrina, K-Hat, happy birthday from the biggest dick you know. Oh, boy. Everything you are is everything I love, Rich. So, happy birthday to Katrina from your husband. We are all rooting you on to have a very wonderful evening. And I hope... Yes, happy birthday. I hope that Rich got you a a good massage on the... (laughs) from Massage Envy or from himself. So we'll see. Now, here's another thing I want to bring up that can bring... Uh, oh, oh, wait, wait. Before we do that, check out this headline. I want to. I just want to see what your toss-away thoughts about this are, Nick. Headline from the Daily Star. Elon Musk promises part three of his master plan to save mankind is coming soon. Now, that sounds really antichristy, if you ask me. What do you think about this guy? Well... I think Elon is privileged to information that we don't have, obviously, because he's penetrating spaces that we don't. So, you know, a lot of these things are kept secret, you know, and remember, he works with the government. So I'm pretty sure he's signing all all type of non-disclosure forms and stuff like that. Right. Um, 
But is his heart in the right place? I think so. We have had this this discussion. I put we uh, pulled up the what is what's gonna call the uh, the character the character scale. I forgot. You know, pretty much the good, evil, neutral, chaotic. You know, all that right. stuff. And it, it's uh, it's it goes from neutral with this audience to people thinking that he is he is not a good guy at all. And, um, and and a few also think that he's he, his heart is in the right place and he's actually trying to do something interesting. Here's what he says. I don't know what part one and two, maybe it has to do with his space travel adventures and all that stuff, but here's what he's saying. Fans were either eager to see what part three of his master plan is, um, to which the world-famous entrepreneur replied, coming soon, part three is about scaling sustainable energy at a civilizational level to enable a bright future on Earth. Now, knowing where he gets a lot of his funding from, the government, I can't imagine that whatever he is going to do with scaling sustainable energy is going to be any way, shape, or form a threat to big oil. I do not, I, I'm always, I'm always hopeful that I live to see a day where somebody actually does, and we are introduced to truly free energy technology. These, you know, a, a small, a small cube that can generate all the power that not only a house, but an entire neighborhood can, that's just drawing from the ether, and that is not taxed or, or is not, it, it's not running up a bill, there's no meter on it, anything like that. I think the localization of energy production would be so immense on a liberation scale as far as cost of living goes because everything is tied into it, the cost of producing even food. Right. So, I mean, that that's something that sounds obviously very possible, but impossible in the way where, as we were saying before, the club members that we're up against and the the types of investments they've made over the last century with just oil and everything else how the hell do you ever well supersede that without them being in control well they're always going to be well i don't want to say they're always going to be in control but they're in control right now because even when you you take a look at some of these companies like um Lockheed martin who comey has ties to or other people have ties to these 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 individuals in our government are able to you know get the goods on certain technologies before we're able to get the goods on them you understand so um and that's one of the reasons why i think money is being moved around i think that uh whatever change that they're trying to bring about whether it's um interplanet or whatever i think that the first people who are going to be doing that is the elite followed by the politicians who serve them right so with Elon, here's the thing. I think that Elon wants the the average person to be able to experience the same things, right? Um, again, does he work for the government? Does he have contracts with the government? He does, right? So, and again, I, I don't want to say that uh, this whole uh, quest for, you know, changing the the energy that we use, whether it's fossil fuels or going to something cleaner or whatever the case is I, i'm pretty sure this is tied into a a larger scheme this is it's just one part of where they're trying to get so maybe they're trying to build a, some kind of society that's you know 
again intergalactic i think is what they're, they're pushing for right and in my mind i i just think that even though we don't have the money to to probably travel and elon's been stating that elon's been saying that soon we will be traveling to mars or whatever it, you will see it in your lifetime whether they can make it affordable or not we know who are going to be the first people to get the the dibs on that i did i see that's the whole thing make make the whole time the whole traveling to mars thing uh i mean hey it, it's going to be somebody's pursuit and i say go for it but it's frank, frank but but listen why not just think about it why not all your life, you just thought that you were the only person around on this globe or whatever that you're you're just rotating on, right? And then they tell you that, I'm not, hey... I'm, I'm not the only person. What I'm saying to you is that every individual on this planet, as a human, they've been telling you that. I'm just saying that as an individual. Right. They, they said, hey, you're here and you're the center of everything, right? And these guys are saying, no, we're not. There's other stuff out there, right? And... If you take if you take a look at uh, the uh, Priceline guy, I forgot his name. The Priceline guy when he went to space and when he came back, it, it was like his face just changed. It was like, oh my god, like what? Because when, when oh he, William Shatner, William Shatner. So when humans experience things that are outside of what they were led to believe um, in the first place, you know they they have a new awe, a respect, something that's like. Yeah, there's things controlling stuff that's outside of us. You know, they I make you believe in that. I, I here's what here's my here's my biggest problem with that. I, I really do believe that once again you say to to try to I don't I don't necessarily need or see a need, a very important need to try to drag us away from the idea that everything revolves around us. I think that there is so much left untapped right here and there's so much left to be unlocked within us and without us that there there we should be concentrating our on ourselves solely instead of you know trying to populate another i mean, if i wanted to go to mars i could might as well just travel you know drive to death valley why the fuck do I have to go sit in a in a in a, a tube of toothpaste for eight months to get to Death Valley? It's just, it's like what, what the fuck's out there? I'd rather just I'd rather be here figuring something out. So if that's somebody's pursuits, then fine. Um, but there is there is just too much there's there's too much left to be uh, left to be answered here. I think and uh, Elon and his creepy girlfriends and all that other shit. I I say good luck he, to him. He's privileged to this information. Yeah, he's privileged to the same information that these guys are getting that hate us, right? So the the guy who appears to tolerate—I'm not gonna say he likes us—the guy that appears to tolerate us is privileged to the same information that the people who hate us are privileged to, right? And if he's saying certain stuff, I think it's hints. It's just like, hey guys, intergalactic or whatever. Because these guys been knew that intergalactic was the way. Because we're, uh, Frank, regardless of if you say that we should concentrate on ourselves, we're lying to us ourselves. If we be like, you know, we just want to concentrate on ourselves and and forget about what's going on out there, even though there's stuff going on out there. If if you if we were just willing to just stay within the 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 uh, Hollywood script of, well, it's not a Hollywood script. If we would just want to stay in the domain of the what we've been taught as we're the center of the universe is only us. This is Earth that has life on it. Every everything outside of Earth doesn't have life on it. 
or intelligent life has life because certain planets have water, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think that we're lying to ourselves when we do that. Hey, 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 I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't dismiss the need to explore, but the need to transplant ourselves off planet to be able to do it is just that's that's my whole thing. Uh, because that's really what the whole Mars thing is about, of making it accessible to people to get out there. I, I think exploration is a, a very important thing. Experimentation, exploration, very important. But the, the, the transplanting and the, the sprinkling us about as if, oh, we need a planet B because everything's going wrong here. Like, no, 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 no. I, I think it's very interesting that the people who want to dominate the planet are also part of the, are part of the equation in saying, maybe we need to offload some of you guys to fucking red desert planet wastelands you know while we have all the waterfalls and all the wonderful shit that you need permits to go and and even you know cast a line to fish somewhere in a stream now i i i don't know like like when they talk about immortality it's like um oh i'm sure you're working on it but you're not going to give us any uh you know first class immortality you're going to trap us in some ghostbuster trap and we'll be kicking around in a basement in new york city somewhere haunting an old library or something that's what that's what I I just don't trust them at all. I don't not to not to say that there isn't a uh, an enormous cosmos full of mysteries to be solved and questions to be found. Forget about the answers, questions to be found. You know, I got a little bit of a thing here from Carl Sagan's book. I was waiting for a place to pop this in, but I said, "Why not now?" Now that we're talking about this, Carl Sagan's book, 1995. There was a, uh, a I think a chapter called "The Demon Haunted World." And this was going around about a week ago. My wife sent it to me. She thought I would like it, and I do. Listen to this. Uh, he says, um, "There's a, science is more than a body of knowledge. It's a way of thinking. I have a foreboding. I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy when nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries, when awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few, and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues, when the people have lost their ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority, when clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical uh, faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide almost without noticing back into superstition and darkness. The dumbing down of America is the most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The 30-second sound bites now down to 10 seconds or less. Lowest common denominator programming. Credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. And... Um, I think I, I think honestly, if if the country was more into like understanding how the universe works, I think we would be a better off society. Honestly, because we will understand duality. We will understand that hey, men are men, women are women. Negative, positive, whatever you want to call it, right? We 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 wouldn't argue that. We wouldn't be like, hey, you can be trans or anything like that, right? I think that if we really were to be the America of the 19th century, right? And it's not necessarily occultism or anything like that, right? But it's just understanding that, you know, society is based and created upon 
a uh, negative and a positive energy. You need the opposites to create something, right? And I just think that the reason why they're able to push this trans agenda is because America is not what it was, uh, uh, let's just say, 50 years ago. Because even even 50 years ago, you, you had individ- even 50 years ago, they, they wouldn't have been able to pull this off because individuals who, who would have believed in a higher power, higher being outside of the government would not tolerate this crap at all. They wouldn't be like, no, you, you can't redefine. You can't redefine what I believe. You can't redefine what the creator created. You understand? So that's why I would say that it, it would that would perfectly embody what Carl Sagan um, dubbed as the celebration of the ignor- of ignorance. Of ignorance, absolutely. And these people are being put in positions right now. And this is one of the reasons why we have uh, DEI or uh, like Jason Whitlock, who I watch a lot, says DIE, die. You know what I mean? Um, diversity, inclusion, and equity, or whatever the case is, is because what we're doing is that we're just putting people who's not qualified in positions that they would have never got. That, so that's, that, that flows perfectly into this next bit then. Wow, man. It's almost like we wrote this show together. <laughs> uh, which I got this email. I got this email. Uh, actually, I have two emails that have that have to do with DIE. Right. And this one came in. I think they both came in for the same reason. Because the other day, two days ago, I think, I covered a New York Post article reported by a reported reporting that Eric Adams, your mayor, was starting to request headshots for city job candidates when they were putting in their applications, uh, like they're auditioning for Gypsy or something like that. But they wanted headshots so that they can improve on what they call diversity in hiring practices. So I, I made the joke that, oh, it looks like New York City is getting ready to hire more white and Asian people. But um, but obviously we know what diversity means. It only means one thing. No, it's, and, it's, not, it's not based off that. Yeah, well, we that. <laughs> here, here's what came back to me. This is a, from a, a longtime viewer of the show. Her name is Jules, and she, uh, she worked in the military. And she said, hey, Frank, listening to you uh, talk about New York mayor idiot on your show, you know the one who wants more diversity? Yeah, I hate that word as well. Here's something you may not know. In 2014, there was a government hiring freeze. About four or five top graduates from the Embry-Riddled Aeronautical University, I knew the mother of the guy who aced every course uh, and was in the number one position to be hired. So these guys had already been contacted by the air traffic controller to say that they just had to wait for the freeze to be lifted and they would be called. Waiting for that to happen, Obama then stepped in and changed the policy, said that he wanted more diverse candidates, and the qualifying questions went out the window and focused on societal endeavors. So these top guys were overlooked, and more diverse assholes were hired for these coveted government jobs. Almost all of the diverse assholes washed out during the training. You know what these ATC guys do, right? They make, they make sure planes don't crash into each other in the air and on the ground. Pretty important, right? So since most of the diverse applicants failed, the policy which Obama put in place was overturned. Sadly, all those guys from the top of the pile uh, who could perform the job regardless of race, had aged out of consideration. They even filed a lawsuit against the federal government. Those guys would have been set for life with good careers. I hate the word diversity as well. Signed. Um, Yeah, so there's one. I have a second email here. 
in in the similar uh but a little bit more of a civilian sense but um that's the kind of that's the kind of shit you know I, I someone once said that if you can't have you can't have quality without inequality and that's really on a purely individualistic scale people are good and bad at certain things on individual levels and to be able to negate any of that what lives innately inside of any one person or another based on whatever you believe is a handicap position or a place of privilege on skin color is is a society that is never going to produce anything that's consistent with its quality right so here's what I think Um, you have to understand that they're using the United States history um, in order to change it. So, uh, and this is not this is not a slight towards anyone or whatever the case is, right? But they've identified against again the group who is most likely to stand against them against tyranny, right? So, mm-hmm. and it's white people. Let's just be honest with it. It's it's white people who are more likely to stand against the the crap that they're doing right because it's again through and it, it might be something it might be something that has to do with slavery which is why the black community is not as less you know as anti-government in terms of having government raising and, and being more a part of your life or anything like that right so they understand that the government understands that so they want to hire the people who are going to be yes people right they're not gonna hire the blacks like Clarence Thomas, right? They're not gonna hire blacks like that who are going to be like, um, no, nah, we're, we're, we're not gonna fall in line with, with this crap that you're doing, but they're gonna hire people who are people of color, particularly people who've, who weren't born in the country or who immigrate or who have family who are immigrating into the country and they're like, yeah, I want my family to come in. Yeah, what the heck? Like, so, one of the reasons why Mayor Adams wants more people of color, as you can see, I, listen, I'm, I'm watching some of these assembly people. I'm like, yo, who's this guy? Like, he can't be. I'm like, I'm listening to his English. I'm like, were you born here? <laughs> you weren't even born here, but they they gave you a position of power that is so high that you're able to say that, hey, Governor Abbott, you're you're busing these illegal, you're busing these people over here. Without our knowledge And we need government assistance and stuff like that I'm listening to this guy This guy sounds like somebody who should have been a representative in the DR Right But that's what happens is that Because it's their people They they view them as You're my people from my country Hey come in We're going to allow you to come in F F the U.S. laws or whatever the case is F what we got going on F if if this is even a constitutional republic A country with laws It doesn't matter at the end of the day is we're trying to make this country resemble the population. That's what they tell you, right? Yeah. It resemble the population, right? Right, Frank? Yeah. This country, let me ask you a question. What's the demographic in terms of percentage? This country is majority what? I uh, yeah, yeah, at least for the time being. They 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 count down to the day that they project that they can say no and they call us the racists. They 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 count it down like it's New Year's Eve. Right, but they they're counting it down, but right now the country's majority white. Yes. Right? It's majority white. It, it, are the commercials representing the 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 population of the country? 
I, I don't think so. No way. It's not, right? Again, uh, that's why I kept stating that propaganda is, I think, the best definition I ever heard of propaganda is getting one psychologically prepared for what is being projected, right? So if you identify the group that is more likely to fight against tyranny, right, you need to replace these people. You need to call them white supremacists without a definition. Just say white supremacists is just the word white. You don't know what a supremacist is because they never define what the fuck that is. My bad. We're, we're on YouTube. No, Excuse it's all right. Me. Yeah, they, they never define what that is or whatever. But as long as you say white, this is this is the number one threat to our country is white. Just remember that's white, right? So, so when you have a governor that's or when you have a, a potential governor or someone who's running for governorship in Virginia that's telling the Hispanic community, hey, you guys are only thirty percent. You guys gotta come on, man. You, you gotta you gotta move faster. What's going on with you guys? Fifteen percent. Let's let's do this or whatever the case is, right? There's a reason for that, Frank. Is that you're taking individuals who are who are people who are dependent on government, and then you move them over to the United States. They're gonna be dependent on the government as well. Right. They're gonna be like, yo, th this is normal. This is this is what it is. But again. And, and they call it racist, and I'm I'm a, I'm a black person who can speak the truth. They call legacy Americans racist. It's not what it is. Legacy Americans are the ones who, again, legacy, right? You're you're talking about individuals who believe in in doing for yourself, meaning that you you don't need the government to come in and be like, hey, farming this and that. No, we, we got this. You just control the borders, you control foreign policy, and, and, and just do that. We don't need you to control where we're growing, farming. We don't need you to control the schools where, where we're teaching our children. We don't need any of that, right? But the thing is, when you start importing these people, when you, when you start lopsiding the numbers, where you're like, hey, the commercials that we're seeing on TV, this is how we want the country to look like. Although it doesn't look like that right now, but this is we're projecting it where we're going psychologically this is where we want to get to although this is being racist towards towards individuals who are majority of the country because they they're the majority of the country but we're acting like they're not hey, you know it's it's wonderful you say it say it like that because it hits on two different ways cuz yes there is that there's that projection which is also racist in itself because I, I I mean there's racist white people there's racist black people I mean it's a majority white country most of the people I don't like are white because there's you know it, it's, it makes no today, difference today today on the train with this shirt which is uh, from Mas Touré which you'll probably get from Black Guns Matter whoever's yeah. watching media says the most effective devil in America in America as you can see right yep there was white people looking at me and I can tell these were the liberal types looking at me or whatever cases right and looking at my shirt as soon as they notice the shirt I'm like what the hell is this black person they must does, hate the media does he, or whatever mean, does he mean Fox does he does, mean does, Fox no, he, no I don't mean Fox no I mean so it, listen this to me it's not even racism it's just evil because I, yeah human nature uh, the thing is human nature has all but a few buttons we're all programmed into the same thing unless you're very conscious of it and you can just change the pattern but it's still within the same confines of what human nature would give you period mm. right so we're, we're calling one group racist when another group can be the same act the same attack same exact way and, and we don't label it the, the 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 same we don't label it as being racist i mean i just think that you know there's an agenda going on the agenda that's going on 
is that they've identified the group that is more likely to fight against what they're doing and so they're like we need to replace these people right because we used to be black people we used to be second in this country we got replaced right yeah we got replaced out of nowhere we got replaced they just opened the border like we're, we're just gonna replace these people with people from the from third world nations and just i have no problem with hispanics period i don't no i mean i have no problem with hispanics but guys they're trying to change the population on us they don't want nobody basically to to assimilate into the country it's just just come in here's money here's a card here's a cell phone whatever the case is here's how you're gonna vote or whatever don't worry about the constitution or speak in english frank i'm i'm seeing people who lived in the country for 20 years and can't even speak english this doesn't make any sense and i'm i'm calling facility i'm i'm calling certain um government operations right and everything is hey press number two for spanish listen none i would say none i can't even get service this times when i'm trying to get service in this country in english and i can't even get it you saw that oh i don't mean i'm obviously you just you walked here from the train station but uh you you walk around and pay attention i I saw i was shocked i'm not gonna lie because on the train i saw a whole bunch of white people who I'm not gonna lie, they look kind of wealthy because of what they were. They look like they shot that Brook Brothers. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, like I, I, I was like, yeah. So I was like, yo, Frank, damn. I, I was gonna come in and be like, Frank, you live amongst the rich people, the the rich people. But when I was walking to the studio, I'm like, oh snap, there's a. I saw. <laughs> but you, you saw. But listen, you saw the dichotomy. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because what, what what they have done, and this is why a lot of a lot of our you know our families are are traditionally lower to middle class families, lower middle class to middle class families. Um, after a while, you know, some people once they get older, they just don't want to deal with the, the winters up here anymore, and they go. But because because we have been such. I mean, this entire area has been such a recipient of all this open border nonsense. Right. It has created a two-tier uh, cast. I saw a right sign now. getting off the train, and I, and it was in Spanish. Yeah. Again, I don't have no issue. Listen, Spanish people have been here for a while. And, oh, uh, I have an issue with that. I, I, I have a, I have a complete issue. Yeah, I have a total. About it. Yeah, I have a total issue with that. Speak There's no. It. I I don't care if you if you come here and you you're. Your, your country legally right yeah. in assembly yeah if your no country problem. of origin is somewhere else no if problem. you speak multiple languages mm-hmm. I only speak one language I would love to be able to be fluent in another language right. you know so th- that's great but as far as if if you're here and you start seeing uh, you start seeing an influx of people from a certain part of the country or from a certain part of the world I should say and you start changing everything around to make sure that they have they have less reason to speak the to speak the language. To assimilate to, to yeah, assimilate yeah, yeah to it, assimilate it, it, it to at least to the point of speaking the 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 language of the locals who have been here for generations i mean that's that's the way that you make people who have been here and actually pay for this place to fucking run to start feeling like they're the foreigner it, it, it's very odd, and it creates resentment, which is part of the fucking plan. Because anybody who cared about social cohesion and anything like that would not put people in such a position where they have to reconcile these changes, it's such drastic changes, you know? And then to be censored, to have to self-censor because you don't want to say anything on account of being racist. 
it's 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 a fucked up situation and and because people are leaving they are creating all these huge housing projects around here that are designed for young professionals that want to be able to you know you know hop skip and jump into new york city where they work so they have all these buildings going up where young professionals that are making some loot are hanging out there jumping onto the train going to work and you have that and you have just an underclass of 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 non-citizens that are are mostly dependent i mean many work hard and those are the ones i actually feel bad for because the illegal immigrant that's here in the united states and actually has two to three jobs and is kicking ass for themselves i would love to call that person a neighbor you know i, I that's the person who who should have been brought in but they you know to say that oh illegal immigration is good because you get that person in the mix is not a good Everybody suffers with this. And here's another thing. Here's the second email I have for you. So you were talking about the idea of projection with the, the, the propaganda, and then you also have the replacement, which is a bad word. You can't say that, even though they've been saying it. And then there's the collateral damage that happens to everybody, especially Native Americans. Uh, Native, you know, I, we're Natives at this point. We've been here. Our families have been here for a long time. Listen to this. This is a friend of ours from out in Colorado. Hi, Frank. I don't know if you already covered this, and I have. You'll see. I wanted to tell you what happened to me recently. I had no idea about it. My son is seven years old, going into a second grade, and the librarian, who has an eight-year-old, told me to go find out who his teacher is because they are not all teachers. I was like, what? Okay, so I went across the street, and sure enough, his teacher this year is a para-professional with zero degree, zero teaching experience, zero teaching credential, and she has not passed the state test. My son was far above grade level when he entered kindergarten. Then he did virtual kindergarten, which was a joke and a disaster because he couldn't read or sit still. In first grade, he had a first-year teacher and again was, uh, was getting behind grade level in reading. This summer, we did all, uh, we did all about you know, reading to get him caught up. So when I found this out and his current teacher, I pulled him out and switched schools. Then I went researching and sure enough, in May, our governor changed it so teachers don't have to be highly qualified by the No Child Left Behind Act of 2001. They said the state test is institutional racism. I knew that you, I mean, this has been happening in New York for a long time and we did cover on the show, so I'm glad that she brought it up. And that seems so racist to me to suggest that people of color don't know the answer because the, know the answer to these tests because of their skin color. Both of the non-qualified teachers, by the way, are white. Black people don't want to be a teacher because they, the pay sucks, I guess, and it's creating institutional racism because who do you think is going to get the unqualified teachers? Poor kids, poor black kids, that's who. So now middle-class schools have the qualified teacher and lower socioeconomic kids do not have a good teacher. Oh, and um, and we know this over here again, and this was, who, who wrote this in to me? This was Jane, Blonde Sweetness. She wrote this in. These insane teacher groups, they, they, they think it's better to have a teacher who is the same skin color as their students instead of a teacher who can educate them. They have been fatally obsessed with superficial traits like this, identity traits like this in New York for a long time, uh, to the point where they've actually tried to, uh, they've actually tried to bring in certain race quotas for high-end Manhattan high schools that are predominantly Asian. They're too Asian now. So I guess Asian's the new white to these, to these people. And here's, here's an example, Nick, of the collateral damage that's created for the groups that they supposedly 
pretend to represent and care about the most? Well, here's what I'll say. Um, with the whole uh, Asian situation is that, again, there seems to be a hate. Well, Asians do pretty well in this country. Um, I think they're by far, not by far, but just um, underneath just above um, whites in terms yeah. of uh, in terms of education and um, even in terms of uh, income uh, the black community what's happening is this instead of us addressing what has affected our community they're lowering standards for everyone else so if we were to address it I think a certain political party Would be in trouble So we can't speak about it So what happens is that we need DEI Or like Jason Whitlock would say D-I-E die right? Because that's what it's doing to our country right? Is that we're just taking Unqualified people And we're putting them in positions That they should not be in And we're just doing it Based again Solely on Hey, we need diversity. Again, uh, America used to be a country where, hey, uh, the person who's most qualified for the position gets it, right? Mm-hmm. And in a lot in a lot of fields, you find black people in those fields. But the black people you find in those fields, you know for sure they qualify, period. Just like you find white people in those fields, you know they qualify, period. You'll find any type of race in those fields because back in the day, we used to do things based on if you were qualified, if you were suit for the job or not, right? But again, I think that if we were to honestly, it, because now things are be, be becoming so obvious that we have to act like everything is racist. The system's just racist because cameras are out. So cameras are out and people are able to take notes and be like, man, this is a common denominator or anything. Everything, there's a, there's a common denominator. I can speak on it. I'm just honest on it. Right, there's a common denominator on most things, and it's because of what has happened to my community for 50 years, and that's been inflicted by the Democratic Party. You know, I know that you were doing a lot of blogging, um, but have you ever put together any ideas for a manuscript or anything like that? Just do a little bit more writing on the on the issues. Um, I was planning to do a little writing on the issues again. You remember, I told you that I'm. Pushing, I'm pushing people and backing people into, you know, running for political office because I think that doing that and just having, you know, a hand here and there, I think I can make more changes, and right. which is why I'm supporting, you know, local candidates and stuff like that. And then raising their profiles for them to become a little bit more higher in our um, uh Constitutional Republican system. So, what, 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 what do you think? You think you think that maybe somewhere down the line there's a, there is a uh, there's a time where you say, "All right, well, I'm going to throw my own hat into the ring." Yeah, absolutely. I, I think so. But the thing is, I to me, I just want to become a little bit more knowledgeable on um, what the framers wanted for the country. Again, I, I know I know the basics. I know the, the things that most people like, you know, you and I read on. But the thing is, I want to become like thoroughly like i want to know exactly what they wanted for the country right and and because if we're going to restore it in, into what it was supposed to be in 
I think everyone needs to be aware of what they wanted. So I, which is why I read federal federalist papers a lot. I read a lot of the conventions that they had, and when in terms of the uh, the father of the Constitution, James Madison, when he, he's you know he, he would go out and sell the Constitution, have the states be like, hey, can we ratify this? Hey, this is that, whatever the case. The states did not want a federal government that was this powerful at all. Period. I know. Period. And for for me to see people cheering on this administrative state, the hiring of eighty seven thousand armed agents, I don't it has nothing to do with taxes. Let's just stop calling them IRS. listen, the IRS right now to me has been reclassified to some paramilitary um just armed for the Democratic Party. Oh, That's yeah. just what it is. Period. Right? And so they reclassified it to make it seem less dangerous or or, 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 or it, again they want it to pass your senses so they go hey it's just 87,000 IRS agents even though even though you you, you look at the uh, the duties the major duties that they'll be required to to go through is just hey um yeah you, you need to be fit enough to go after people and and be deadly enough with your with your with your weapon what the hell are you, are you kidding me? It's a very, very serious. If the framers were around and saw this, Frank, we both know this would not be tolerated. No, it's very serious. And it's. Uh, it, I'm glad you bring it up. Um, you know, uh, we're, it's 845. We're going to take a quick, quick break when we come back. Obviously, we have we have many shows in the uh, in the feeder. We you got to come back again sometime in the fall, Nick, and we got to do more of this stuff. And we also got a jam on air too. Absolutely. So um, we're jamming. We're jamming. We are. <laughs> I, so we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I have something light and airy to end with. This is this is great. It has to do with money. Uh, it has to do with the value of silver, but it is also uh, hilarious in a historical sense. You're gonna love it. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We are. Coming down the home stretch. Lulu had a baby. She named him Tiny Tim. She put him in the piss butt to teach him how to swim. He swam to the bottom. He swam to the top. Lulu got excited and pulled him by his cocktail ginger ale. Five cents a glass. If you don't like it, just shove it up your ass. Ask me no more questions. I'll tell you no more lies. A man got hit with a bag of shit, and that's the reason why. (laughs) (laughs) Quite frankly, listen live or download it and take it with you wherever you go while you're driving, walking, working, or (laughs) you dirty dog. For all things, go to quitefrankly.tv. You like what you see? Become a sponsor. Quite Frankly streams live weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern wherever you get your podcast. So for everything, it's quitefrankly.tv. I am not gay. I have relationships with women and sex with men. And I got news for you. That means you're gay. We're going to win, win, win. You're going to get so tired of winning. You're going to say, Mr. President, please, please, please. please. It's It's too too much much winning. We can't take it anymore. Mr. President, you win too much. And I'm going to say, I don't give a damn.
Okay, so... So here we are, coming down the home stretch. And I've got something I think would be a really fun way of, of ending the evening. A real fun way to end the evening. And uh, it has to do with silver and the value of silver, which is always very important. You can go, you know, we have a silver and gold sponsor, quite frankly, dot gold. Go and call up Tony and, and start your silver or gold journey. Let's see. First, let me go to, we'll get to our super chats after this is all done. And then we will say goodnight. Now, Nick, here is what the premise Here's what the premise is for this. I wanted to do this with you. I know that you're a history guy. I know that you pay attention to the economy, and this is pretty hilarious. So I follow some threads on gold and silver speculation on 4chan and other message boards, and a buddy of mine sent this screenshot to me. It's a little bit of an older thread, but it still checks out. Uh, it sets out to confirm whether or not, because people say that because of the the uh, the manipulation with silver, how the the physical value has been depressed by all the silver stock that has been has been issued out there, that the real value for a ounce an ounce of go uh, of silver is somewhere around four thousand dollars. Well, someone uh, a little while ago, not too long ago, this is from I think I don't know a, a year or so, oh, no, 2021. So last January, they set out to prove that this is really where the uh, the value is, or to find out where the value of it is, using the price of a blowjob from prostitutes in ancient Greece as a metric. Okay? This is absolutely incredible. So here's where we're going to go. <laughs> so the metric the OP uses to assess the value of the price uh, of silver. Here's where it's gonna happen. Presumably, one can find out, based on historical records, the cost of a prostitute slash blowjob over history. Once we know that we can price it in ounces of silver, that's what we know. You have to get that, you know that, you have to price it in ounces of silver. So a blowjob slash silver ounce chart is just a kind of meme that we need for these normies to truly understand the power of Lady Silver to give head. So they go on. They said, "All right, well, let's 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 construct this reality." I don't know if I have the dedication to fully research this, but from what they are able to start pulling out, three obols, which were little silver coins in ancient Greece, was a standard rate for prostitutes. That's the they are pulling this from certain sources about the obol and and elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And in Athens, an obol would weigh only seven a uh, point, I should say, point seven two grams. Multiplying that, a prostitute in 500 BC Athens cost 0.0694 troy ounces of silver, which is remarkably close to the 0.0724 troy ounce of a mercury dime. So that's the old, that's the old March of Dimes from you know. You ever see the Mercury Head Dimes? Right. So there you go. So now now we're on now we're on track somewhere. They, what I think that they they might have been tying. Um, your your pleasure with what you think because again uh, each individual can price their own pleasure at whatever price they think and i i think that's what they're doing in terms of silver i get this how, how how much are you willing to pay to to pleasure yourself well there 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 has to be a going rate 
You know, there has to be a, a market average. Like like the the Hunter Biden $4,000 hooker rate? Right, right. right. Like, he... he <laughs> <laughs> he, he obviously had. He knew the rates. He's throwing another thousand. Here's another two thousand. Here, 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 here you go. Yeah. So, so there has to be a market average there. And I think that's what they're trying to ascertain. Because obviously there are. And, and I think I think the these people did not take into consideration corruption. Oh yeah. Right. 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 But but the, but as you said before, there are. The, there is that one factor that you cannot account for totally, and that is some people are better performers than others. Right. Um, here you go. Now, about the fees for sexual services, we get mostly from the Pompeian graffiti. Now we're going to Rome. We're going from Greece to Rome. Mm-hmm. The fees recorded at Pompeii oscillated between two and three. Uh, now, I know that the as, A-S, as was their, their coin. Now, it's spelled asses here, so two to 23 asses or asses. Exactly half of the mentioned fees amounts to two asses, which is the equivalent of a loaf of bread. Uh, that's a quote from imperiumromanum.pl. And they're talking about marriage and love life in ancient Rome, prostitution and all that stuff. So it's, it's from an actual source that covered this. Now back to Wikipedia. The denarius contained an average 4.5 grams or 172 of a Roman pound of silver and was at first tariffed at 10 asses. So 2 times 0.1 times 4.5 grams equals 0.024 troy ounces and uh, a pretty much a two-for-one deal compared to classical Athens. So you can probably get uh, two-for-one there. Now, so a decent hooker, they, they conclude, a decent hooker is in the 200 to $300 range Current spot price of silver is 27.15. I think the current spot price is probably still around there, maybe around 30 to 32. It hovers around from 27 to 32. Uh, Call it 10 ounces of silver even at current rates. If 0.0694x equals 10, then silver is undervalued at 144 to 1. Current price of silver should be around $3,900 an ounce using prostitutes as a metric. Right. And most people really do uh, value it that when they speculate, it should be around 4000 an ounce. So the fact that they've been able to get to that metric just based on ancient prostitution rates is just what I love about the internet. Well, Frank, it's not nothing new. Basing of pricing off of something else is not nothing new at all. Right. Right? We do this in New York ourselves, right? We're, we're pizza. <laughs> with, the, with, with the subway right. or with uh, dollar vans and the bus well the thing is you're, you're, you're in Westchester but when I was in Brooklyn right we had dollar vans right and the thing is the dollar van was always cheaper than the bus always always you always knew it was going to be cheaper because again they wanted to welcome your services to come they wanted uh, to entice you be like hey uh, it's going to be 50 cents cheaper so you might as well go with the, the faster and less costlier service right yeah well I, well, I would say when it comes to prostitution, I am not going to take advantage of a fire sale. I'm not going to go for what's on sale. <laughs> L- listen, listen, sometimes the best might be going through something. Right. <laughs> you, know, you never know. I mean, listen, right. <laughs> you know, they need money. Listen, the, the, Joe Biden got, a, got us in a hard recession right now, right? 
everybody is is lowering their prices. Discount City right now. That's <laughs> it. Try to get what you can while you can. While you can. All right. Well, listen, we have a couple of super chats, and let's mop this up. And this was a great show. Stostube says, Frank, just felt like I needed to drop another little token of appreciation for the show. Great guest tonight. Also, thank you, Nick Fad. Be well, gents. Thank you, Christos. Thanks, Christos. Yes. Uh, Joel from AR says the test equals DNA given equals selective strains. Monkeypox first new try the selective demo. What I'm saying is 23andMe leak covers those who gave the DNA through COOF testing. Same concept, DNA stored. If you were tested, they have it. They Will have you it. be selected? Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is, uh, what I'm saying is. Frankie's right. What, what are the reasons why? <laughs> I don't know if I want to say this here, but. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been tested. I've, I've never got anything. There's a reason why I've done that purposely. Well, I've never been tested either. Uh, I, I, I certainly never went to... I mean, I know people have gone to these these uh, clinics and to these... these what, this is more so, again, about the gay... Uh, but, but, no, but you have to understand. 20, 23 and me, you got to understand. They were able to gather everyone's genetic code. Everyone's yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying to you? Again, if China, if China was able to be like, yo, we can attack white people, or we can attack black people, or we can attack specific, specific, where it just bypass a, a certain group of ethnic people. But you're so. But again, you're, you're, so, talk, you're talking about race. You're talking about ethnicity. So I think they can do it with gender too. That's not, it's not uh, you even, think you think that's far up beyond the reach, Frank? 20 years ago, would you have said that they could have created a virus that would have affected you, but not me? Uh, no, no, no. If, if they had, if they had a strand of my DNA, they they been able to collect a piece of hair or anything, they can do that. So when they swab up your nose, right, right, when they were able to do that, and because again, it goes back to they have that information. My question always comes down to why is it concentrated on people of certain sexual orientations? No, I think it's their turn now. I think is I to be honest with you, I think white people suffered more through COVID. Because some of the stuff that I saw from I saw white people suffered, I never saw anybody in my community suffer. Period. Well, hey, I, I mean I, I th here's the thing. All I say I, I I mean we've covered on this show many times how it is not only uh possible, but damn near confirmed that, that specific DNA uh, targeted weapons, assassination, all that has been used readily for a long, long time. But this is so far beyond the pale because we're not talking about ethnicity. We're talking about we're talking about personal preference and bedroom habits. Uh, Frank, if they're willing to do it uh, with ethnicity, you think they won't do it against sex? Look what they're teaching. Come sex on, is Frank. different. Sex is different. Then this would mean men across the board, heterosexual and homosexual, would have the monkeypox. Okay, w w what if it was based off? Again, <laughs> what if it was based off just the same sex interacting with each other? Again, you have your wife. I'm not gay, right? Uh -huh. So we we we're not prone to that. So the thing is, we so act as if act as if it was only something that was tailored towards that community so where, like, where it was like it, it has to be the same sex doing it right and not only the same sex they're able to say that it is 
a sex with X Y chromosome, X X chromosome, whatever it is, right? They're able to because we're different. You're able to tell a woman from a man, period, right? Just like you're able to tell a black person from a white person, right? You're able to tell that they were able to tell that, and we know that they were able to weaponize certain viruses against ethnicity groups. So why would they not be able to tell the difference between sexes? We know that we have different chromosomes, right? Sexes, it, it, yes. it, it, it is stated that we have different chromosomes. Period. We know that. So the same thing with the color. You wouldn't. Uh, I think you would have been far likely to believe. The uh, the uh, color thing than the chromosome thing, if it was ten years ago, I don't know. I I mean, who, who, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, that, that I guess that's a question that can't be answered at this point because men and women are inherently different, correct? Yes. And I, I think again, just like they always say that you could undig a body from thousands of years ago and still determine their sex, correct? Yes. So why is it that they were able to tailor tailor the ethnicity group, but they can't do it for the sex? Come on. Oh, I, 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 I and that's what I'm saying. They can. They absolutely they can. This, I, this is such a very specific question. It has nothing to do with anything that is genetic. It has nothing to do with anything that's genetic. Se- sexual preference is not genetic. Right. It's, I oh, mean, some people think it is, but it, I, is it is it only white? Is it only white gay guys that's that's, that's getting this virus? I, I I don't think so. So, this is what I'm saying to you. So, we, we have to, to we it, have to look at the overall picture of every. We we have to not leave any any stones on turn. Right. There has to be another factor. There has to be another factor that's not presented itself. It's 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 a mystery to me. It it's not. It does not. Uh, it there's no denying that it has been targeted because it's in, it's incredible that this has been contained. Whenever you talk about something that's biological, it's very hard to keep it contained to anything. So there is a factor that has not presented itself to make this make sense yet. We have the we have the the conclusion. We just need that X factor into making the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm not denying anything. Right, right. No, I know you're not denying. But but the thing is, you you have to understand that we're dealing with individuals who they're not going to tell you about the the certain text that they know about. Which is why this is this is cert, this is something that I think. Again, I I go back to people who are either. Uh, have a strong religious belief or are strong in occultism right I think those two people are able to withstand all of this while because they are able to understand that you know uh, you know some of this stuff is fake and some of this stuff is real right and with this whole race situation and, and how these guys are doing these viruses is that I think that we should be honest with ourselves that we have differences amongst each other and that they're able to determine these differences without you having your skin attached to your body. You could have been bones yeah. inside of the grave and they dug you up. They're like, this is what this person looked like. Oh, this is what, because there's something within our DNA. Because again, the DNA, I think the DNA exists before you're even born. I think the DNA is a structure that says your eyes will be blue or your eyes will be black or brown. Your skin will be this color. And this is what it is, which is why RNA is trying to change a lot of that. That's my thoughts. Hey, you, you know, you should you should read. You should read this book called The Cosmic Serpent. Cosmic Serpent. It, it is a it's a it's a it's a pretty short book, but it is a mind trip. Mind trip when it comes to DNA and this guy's travels uh, through the, the Amazon with ayahuasca and everything else and uh, it, it's incredible so you want to talk about DNA and and what the ancient cultures even thought it was that 
we should do that again one night hey thanks for coming on nick um Anything you want to plug before we leave? Just at Nick at Nye on True at, Social? At N-I-C-A-T-N-I-G-H. There you um, go. True Social. Um, Twitter. Just um, You can follow me there. If you want me to follow you, depending on if you're interested, you just shoot me a, a direct message. All right? All right. Well, Nick, I, I can't wait for you to come back again, man. I hope you had a good time. Absolutely, guys. All Thank right. for having me, Frank. We'll see you all tomorrow. It is Thursday. I don't know what we have in store, but it'll be a good one nonetheless. So I'll see you then and uh, keep me, my family. I'll keep you in my prayers and thank you all so much. And I'll good night. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience, and now our super chatters. Real quick, I am so sorry. I will release the scratching, and everybody, please get on over to quitefrankly.tv and uh, enjoy our Wednesday night rabbit hole programming. Now on to our super chatters, starting with Stostube, Joel from AR, Disappointed Mom, Stostube again, Gino, Hello Kitty, Mama Time Lord, Joel from AR, The Dave Empire, Degenerate Dan, and T Cross. Ladies and gents, thank you for everything, and I will see you tomorrow. Good night. Go to quitefrankly.tv. Enjoy the after-hours programming right now.